Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the new Warnable Primary School podcast called Back in Time at Jamo. Each fortnight we will catch up with ex-Warnable Primary School students, talking to them about their life and successes after primary school, as well as reminiscing about their favourite memories at Jamo. Now let's pass it over to your co-host for this week's episode. My name is Angus Nicholson. I am one of the co-hosts. Joining me behind the microphone is Emily Harris. Hi. This week we are catching up with Warnable Primary School alumni, Maddie Radcliffe, who has enjoyed great success on the sporting field, namely hockey. Maddie, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Gus and Emily. Looking forward to it. When did you start first loving hockey? Um, I was lucky enough my dad played hockey so I was always going down um, back to when Warnable hockey was grass I used to go down and watch dad play on the grass and um, hang around and have a hit there um, and I think I fell in love with it when Warnable finally got a turf that's when I started playing um, so which was really lucky for a country town um, so that's when I started playing a lot more and really enjoying it down under 12s at Warrnambool District Hockey Association. Who was your favourite teacher while you were at JAMO? My favourite teacher? I had I had a lot of good ones that are probably still there. Um, I think Mrs Glennon, I was lucky enough to have in year one and year three. Yeah. Um, and then Mr Patterson was very memorable in year five. Is he still there? Yeah, I think they would have to be my two favourites. Yeah. All right. So um, who is your favourite, like, sports person, like, other than yourself, do you think? Um, other than myself. I wouldn't have said myself anyway, Gus, but <laughs> no. Um, my favourite sports person, probably in terms of someone that I know, um, would be a girl named Rach Lynch. She's the goalkeeper of the Hockey Roos um, and she's been around for maybe 12 years playing playing for the Hockey Roos. Um, she's one of my close friends and, and a good mentor and just a really good person. Um, and then in terms of someone that, you know, I haven't met or anything, I'd probably have to look to someone like who's been as dominant as Serena Williams or um, Steph Gilmore, um, those kind of people that just dominate in their sport um, and are good people too. Yeah. Um, what were f- some of your favourite memories from your time here? Um, I think I loved um, every morning playing dodgeball. Mr Kennett, um, who I don't think is still teaching at JAMO, but year four, I remember every morning we used to go out and play dodgeball, um, which was the one of the funnest starts to the day. Um, I remember playing footy every day, playing markers up on the oval, um, playing basketball, pretty much any kind of sporting thing I remember pretty well. I remember the teachers versus students footy and netball day. That was fun. All the athletics carnivals. um, Yeah, I think I love the sport. Yeah. um, So did you ever think that you might like be something else or want to be something else other than a hockey player? Um, yeah, I always uh, loved surfing and I did that competitively until I was about 15 or 16. Um, so that was, that was a big part of my life and I thought maybe I could go down that pathway. 
Um, I also have always had a passion for doing things outside of sport, whether it be study or work or um, just making sure that you've got other things to kind of balance out your lifestyle. So whilst I was playing, I was always um, studying um, and I ended up finishing my degree in commerce and I'm now working using that. So um, it's kind of worked out. Yeah. Yep. What was your favourite subject at school? Favourite subject, probably pretty obvious, but I think either PE or outdoor ed um, were my favourites, yeah. Right, so um, when have you ever been, like, the most nervous going into a hockey game? Most nervous? Um, weirdly, I don't get super nervous for, like, before the game. I think one of my best memories is before the Commonwealth Games, um, our first game walking out onto the pitch and seeing how many people were there and how loud it was. And um, I remember just looking at one of my good friends, Sav, and thinking this is, this is one of the coolest things ever. Um, it, wasn't, it was more kind of like excitement rather than nervous kind of energy. Um, but definitely when it comes to, say, for example, taking a stroke or a one-on-one where you've got time to stop and think about the outcome, um, that's when I get nervous. Whereas when I'm playing, you kind of don't have time. You just... It's such a fast sport. You just play and use your instincts. And um, luckily for me, I, I don't find the time to get too nervous. Yeah. Um, what difficulties did you face in, like, becoming a hockey player? Good question. Um, so early days, one of the, the toughest things that we had to do um, coming from Warnable was a lot of my training was based in Melbourne and both my parents had to kind of sacrifice their Wednesdays and Sundays to drive me up and back to training. So that was kind of a big um, barrier to, you know, getting the same access to training and development as those people that lived in in Melbourne. Um, and then once I got into the AIS, I had to relocate over to Perth. So moving away from your family and your support networks at a, at a pretty young age over to a place I'd never been before, I was lucky enough to get hosted with a, a lovely family who looked after me here. Um, for a couple of years Uh, but just moving away from the support networks that you're so used to having and getting thrown into a pretty stressful high performance environment um, and expected to perform I think that would probably be the biggest kind of challenge just just mentally and but at the same time it's been great you you learn a lot about yourself um, and what it kind of who you are as a person and what works for you Um, you're kind of forced to mature pretty fast and and yeah so I think it's, it's really valuable. Yeah, so um, I did a bit of Googling. I found that there's actually quite a lot of, like, old video games about hockey. Did you have any, like, games about hockey? No, I would. I didn't even know that. I remember going through a stage where I tried to find So I remember we used to play FIFA, um, which was kind of similar, the soccer. That was probably about as close as we got to um, a hockey game. But there you go, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to have a look. I think a lot of them were ice hockey, though, so they might have been oh, okay. American. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did it like feel to win a gold medal? Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I think, especially in a team environment, you've obviously, you've gone through the lead up and the build up, all the hard stuff, all the training with, um, your best mates in the team. So when you finally do achieve it, you're not just kind of winning it for yourself. You're winning it for all your friends around you, um, that you've kind of gone through all the hard times with as well as the good times. So it kind of makes it that little bit sweeter when you get to look at your best friend and see how fun, 
how much fun they're having and how how much it means to them it makes it mean more to you I think and also you know looking to to your family as well and how proud they can be I think that makes me feel pretty good especially the time time and effort that my parents put into me when I was younger um, just getting me to training and stuff it sounds like a pretty simple thing to do but they would have sacrificed a lot of hours just to drive me around and um, send me to tournaments so yeah, looking up um, at them in the crowd or when you win or um, seeing them after a game and just giving them a hug, it's, it's pretty nice. Yep. So, like, are there any rules in, like, hockey that you feel like are kind of unnecessary or you just don't really like or you get called out for a lot? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, are there any rules? I think when I was a junior, there was a rule um, that you weren't allowed to tomahawk, which I thought was absolutely bogus because um, I love my back backhand, which is my tomahawk. That's probably my biggest strength. Um, but once you get up into the seniors, that's not a, a rule anymore. Um, I don't know. We don't have offside or anything weird like that. So they're pretty good at making rule changes. Um, hockey, it's not like soccer. It's stayed the same for 200 years. Um, but, yeah, good question. Um, what advice What advice would you give Jamo students wanting to achieve any of their dreams, aspirations? Um, well, I think the thing that's resonated for me the most would probably be just valuing your, your time. So I think something that I did really well was, um, you know, I didn't, when I went to trainings or um, was by myself, you know, like just having a hit or something, I, I tried to make the most of it. So you, you get in what you you get out what you put in so um every training session i would make sure that if my parents are driving me three hours to go to training and three hours home i want to make sure that that hour and a half that i'm on the pitch is is really worthwhile um so train really hard and then um just any other opportunities you get just take them because um always say yes to things if there's extra training extra running just say yes it'll make you better in the long run um and yeah that's probably it so, um, also, are, like, are you still playing hockey, like, these days? Yeah, so I'm not playing Australian-level stuff. Um, I am. I will play for Victoria in the National League and then I play for a club here called in the Premier League in the State League called Wolves, uh, Westside Wolves. So still playing plenty, still love it. Um, and, yeah, hope to continue. All right, Maddie, thanks for joining us on the Jamo podcast. We appreciate your time and thanks for being our first guest here. No worries. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to episode one. We hope you enjoyed it. Our next episode will be in a fortnight's time. Who will be the next Jamo alumni behind the microphone? See you next time. But you better promise me I'll be back.